0: Welcome to the Unboxing Your Packaging podcast, where we pop packaging out of the box thanks to the shared experience of inspiring businesses and experts. I am Colleen Regout from Look for Loops. My passion is to optimize the use of resources and designing out waste. This show. Aims to help you redesign, reuse, and recover your packaging. Have you ever thought that at the end of life we are not recycling packaging? We are recycling materials. As a result, have you ever wondered what is the best disposable packaging material? Is it glass, aluminum, cardboard? Plastic or even bioplastic?
1: If you are working in the packaging industry, you may know that's quite an impossible question to answer.
2: But still, there's such a growing pressure to switch from the existing solutions to greener alternatives.
0: So, you, me, any average Joe or packaging pro have to rely on ecological marketing claims. The thing is, Some of these claims are inaccurate, misleading or false. Don't worry, I partnered with the experts, Mr. and Mrs. Recycling, known as Monsieur et Madame Recyclage in French, to guide you in the packaging wild waste and its green rush. How? With a series of audio clips broadcasted in this podcast. Are you ready, Liz and Enzo? Yes! Let's do it! Today, let's review disposable aluminum packaging and its eco-friendly argument. Should I choose aluminum because it's infinitely recyclable, permanent, sustainable, and saving raw materials? Is it right, Mr. and Mrs. Recycling?
2: First of all, if you remember the previous audio clip, you know that the argument infinitely recyclable is a lie. Same as the glass, it's physics 101. There are always some losses in the aluminum melting
0: process.
1: Part of the losses comes from oxidation of the aluminum. It can easily go up to 5%. That oxide part do not melt. That's not a lot of losses, but it isn't a so-called infinite circle here. Besides, Inside and outside of an aluminum can, there is a thin layer of plastic. You can't see it, but it prevents your beverage from getting a metallic taste. This plastic will be burned during the process to recycle aluminum.
0: Okay, that's pretty clear. Let's see the second argument. Aluminium is a permanent material. By permanent material, we mean that everything extracted from the ground is not lost, but still used in different applications.
2: That is quite incorrect. Another part of the losses during recycling comes from alloy dilution. Aluminium in packaging is never used pure.
1: You have, for example, some manganese or some magnesium. The ratio of the mix depends on what type of application you do. It is not the same for the body of a can than for the top of the same can.
2: During recycling, to obtain a perfect alloy, no matter which application you aim, you can dilute your waste with pure aluminium or add freshly extracted metals. These losses can go up to 5%.
0: I like all this explanation. It's a little bit like cooking. And it makes things more complex, right? Now, a third argument is often used, which is aluminium and recycling, will save raw material.
1: Well, this one is true. Indeed, aluminum can recycling will provide the automotive industry with aluminum, for example. So it will help the automotive industry to mitigate its need for raw aluminum.
0: Okay, that's pretty clear. And the last argument, is the aluminum a sustainable material for packaging? Not at all.
2: One third of the impact of a disposable packaging is at production. For aluminium packaging, 70% of the greenhouse gas emissions are emitted to refined bauxite, the ore of aluminium. To give you an idea, an can containing, let's say, juice is actually seven times more CO2-emitting than a laminated cardboard beverage.
1: But at the end of life, let's remember that the recycling of aluminium does offer a great advantage in terms of material footprint and therefore energy saving. However, even if it participates to it, recycling does not make it a sustainable industry. The real leverage to make the aluminium industry more sustainable is to definitely stop using aluminium for disposable items whenever there are less CO2-emitting solutions.
0: Okay, I hear the beginning of a solution here. To conclude, could you please share more tips for our audience? Sure. Well,
2: first, if you are in the packaging industry, do not switch from plastic to aluminium just because plastic looks bad and aluminium can be recycled forever. Actually, aluminium is worse than plastic in terms of greenhouse gas emissions.
1: Secondly, do not write no plastic on aluminium containers or you will be doing greenwashing. There's always plastic inside or outside. Remember that ink is pigments and the carrier. Most of the time, that carrier for the pigments is uh, polymer resin, so plastic.
0: I like when we go into the nitty-gritty of what is behind packaging. And something about green claims looks like lobbyist arguments and are part of the ambient greenwashing. What would you think we can do to avoid that?
2: First, I would say you can check the disposable aluminum water bottle deployed by Ocean Brotherhood with French steel water. That's a perfect example of greenwashing and what you don't want to do. I will advise you also to check what is done with Bernie packaging in France. They are actually proposing a reusable metal packaging solution for the industry that replaces plastic, but because it's reusable, it's worth it.
1: If you want to develop your culture on metal in general and understand why we should not waste them, you can check out the books of Guillaume Pitron, The Rare Metal War. And I would add that as a packaging pro, you should always check out what does your local refiner produce and ask them the waste mix in entry to compare it to the product sold. So you end up with a clear picture of local aloe
0: refining. Thank you for pushing that further, Mr. and Mrs. Recycling.
1: You're welcome.
2: See you for the next Wild West audio clip.
0: I hope you have enjoyed this episode. And if it's the case, be sure to subscribe while you get your podcasts and leave us a 5 stars review to help for its visibility. You also probably have at least two or three friends or colleagues to share this episode with. Of course, feel free to get in touch by the lookforloops.com website, or drop me a line on Collienne Regou's LinkedIn profile. Last but not least, be sure to check the show notes with the links and resources. Until next time,